episode. Jump Street. Episode of All the Books, yeah. the official podcast of the David A. Hell Public Library. Yeah. I'm Eric Michaels. I'm Nick Gunning. Yeah, and this is our first official after dark episode that's true because yeah. oh uh gosh. we're filming on the weekend that's true we're recording on the weekend yeah but that means we have to record at one of our houses yeah we're my house it's a wild ride yeah so if you hear weird squeaking in the background it's guinea pigs yeah that could be the sound of my guinea pigs yeah you could hear my dog yeah probably not my cat we could hear your really close neighbors backing in and out of their driveway oh, i hope they don't listen to this podcast oh my gosh <laughs> what if they do yeah that'd be great yeah that'd be great cool yeah also you might hear uh i have a science infection so every now and then uh, my sinuses will squeak. Okay. So you might hear what like sounds like so a tiny little that's mouse. That's not a guinea pig. No, no, a okay. guinea pig is like wee wee wee. Okay. This would be like no, a tiny mouse being that's tortured. That's a little pig that went wee 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 all the way home. It's it's very similar. It's the one that didn't want yeah. roast beef. Yeah. So we've got a lot of guest stars today. Yeah, it's true. All of the animal Bring nature. Bring them all in. Come on yeah. in. Uh, it's weird. It's weird, right? I mean, yeah. it's dark out. It's yeah, it's, it's dark outside. It's dark yeah. in here, all but this Christmas tree yeah. lit up. It's a very romantic setting. If this was a video, I mean, talk show. It would be very intimate. You're right. So, You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should yeah. just do late night video. Let's do it. Let's open up. Book. Talk, talk about our childhoods. Talk about Oh, I was, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I thought we would we stick with books. We were going in different directions. We're going, right. Okay, so we'll still talk about books. Yeah. All right, so what are we doing? We're talking about our childhood through books. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No. Well, uh, Nick. Yeah. What do we... What would... We, we were... Ah, sorry. Oh, we're boy. recording this podcast. Yep. But what were we doing for the past two hours? Don't... They don't need to know. They, they need to know. All right. All the books fans, Eric and I watched The Ridiculous Six. Yep. One of Adam Sandler's many upcoming Netflix yep. movies. It was and on it, Netflix. It was... I'm going to make a bold statement yeah. to you today, Eric, right okay. here, right now. Yeah. I think it was the worst movie I've ever seen. It was terrible. I actually think it was the worst movie I've ever seen. I'm... S- and I don't, I don't... Don't misunderstand what's happening here, because I'm not trying to goad you... Uh, into going out and watching it and seeing like oh if it's that bad i gotta see it no don't (laughs) i'm telling you we watched it so you don't have to yeah please don't watch it yeah this was please don't watch it this was terrible it's not funny i'm so glad we're doing the podcast afterwards yeah could you imagine if that was the end of the night no so no it usually you say like oh something's so bad it's funny yeah but when it's that was that was rough i didn't laugh once no and the weird thing about it too is that like there's a lot of like famous people on there, people who you you think would have yeah. better judgment. Yeah, you know, don't know what Luke Wilson was doing. I don't know. Yeah, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, like, fresh there off are people. Boardwalk Empire. He's like, both, sure, I'll do that. Both Terry Crews and yeah. Will Forte. Yeah. have weekly TV yeah, shows. Popular current. They're fine. Going on. They they could have said no. Yeah, but uh, they said yes. Oh boy, it it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. It was. It was. I checked Rotten Tomatoes and it has a rare zero percent fresh. Yeah. I mean that's. That's some, yeah. that, I mean, that's an achievement yeah. right there. So, but luckily, it relates yeah. to my bookmark. Yeah, because now we're going to talk about books we've read. Take us in. What uh, the transition like that? How could I? Stop Wyatt this? Earp was in that. He was movie. played by Blake Shelton. Yeah, the voice. <laughs> that's another one. Yeah, he's, I mean, he doesn't need to be in so there. So much going on. Why would he look? Vanilla Ice, listeners. Yeah, Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice played Mark Twain, Mark Twain. as a rapping Mark Twain. Yeah. And look. There's humor to be had yeah. in, like, a poker game between Wyatt Earp, Mark Twain, and General Custer. Yeah. But there was not humor no. to be found in that and, film. I mean, around that table, you had David Spade, you yeah. had John Lovitz. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you could find something. They had to be... I. They didn't. It was, like, willfully unfunny. It was, like, yes. willfully and aggressively unfunny. There's all... Even with, like, yeah. the worst films like that, there's yeah. always at least, like, one bit. Like, one two-minute yeah. bit. 
Like we, I told you, Almost Heroes, an old Chris Farley film from the yeah, 90s. Chris His Farley last film, Perry, yeah. it's not a great film. No. But there's moments in there that you remember well, you, you think yeah, it's funny. Yeah, you remember, you remember a funny part. That's not true. I'm never going to remember it. Anyway, Wired yeah. Earp, he was in the book I read, yeah, Doc. Bookmark. Yeah. Okay. That's it. All right. Well, uh, just it's... continue with your bookmark, then. All right. Well, Doc is a book about Doc Holliday uh-huh. and... Uh... Doc Hollywood? No, we've, we've done this before. Yeah, yeah. We've been down that road. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man, I'm not going to be able to tell you who the author is. Oh, I found it. Uh, Doc by Mary uh, Doria Russell. Okay. Uh, she writes another. She writes a sequel called Epitaph that I want to read. Oh, okay. This is all about before the OK Corral. Okay. Was so you like the book? Yes, I did like the okay. book. It was a good... I mean, it's kind of a Western, but it's more uh-huh. about like life in the Old West than okay. like a straight Western. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it was good. A lot of, like, back and forth between the actual story and little bits about history. Okay. So I enjoyed that. It's nice when they can make that natural and seamless, because sometimes it's like, and did you know? Yeah. You know know who did that? Crichton. Michael Crichton. Crichton, yeah. He he did did. that a lot. He sure did. So it was was good, yeah. I gave it four stars. Okay. I enjoyed it. And, I mean, it was a long book, but I'm willing to read the sequel. Yeah. Then I'm reading Julia of the Wolves, which is, like, ten pages, but it's taking me a while. Oh, here it is. It's not a great book. I thought it would be a fun book about, like... Newberry? Caldecott. Yeah, Newberry. Newberry. By Gene Craighead George. I thought it would be, you know... (laughs) That's right, Craighead. Yeah, I thought it would be good, because, I mean, Newberry winner. Yeah. So far, it's just, like, she joins the pack of wolves by, like, barking and acting like a wolf. Huh. I have a dog. Yeah. And even he wouldn't be convinced that I'm no, a dog. I, I don't think you could And he's not, he's not that dogs. intelligent of a dog. No. no. And wolves are pretty smart. They are. So anyway. Yeah. I'm not enjoying it. Okay. Did I finish a book? Uh, you tell me. No, because last know. time, last week, so no. Okay. That's it for just you? Doc, yeah. What happened? You, you used to be like the king of graphic novels, man. I don't remember the last time you read a graphic novel. I guess I... Sandman Overture, but... I guess I caught up with a lot of stuff, so yeah. now I gotta wait. Okay. Uh, I'll get back into it for you. All right. Well, speaking of graphic novels, uh, this is uh, this is one I know you've read. Uh, I just finished it. This is Trinity War by Jeff Johns. So this is a this is a big, big multi-universe crossover with all the different versions of the Justice League. Yeah, in the DC together. universe. And like, it seems like it should be good and yeah. fun. You got three versions of, but it was like, yeah. I mean, when you put it when you put it in the lens of the Ridiculous Six. It was like a masterpiece. But I mean, <laughs> both Ridiculous Six yeah. and Trinity War yeah. are getting one stars from us. It's true. So. You're right. You're right. Because it's just, I mean, the, the pieces are all there. You've got this yeah. big, you know, big plot with all these groups coming together. Yeah. And like, you could you could do something fun yeah. with that. Well, you said it. I mean, if this would have been If this 90s, was in the 90s, yeah. yeah, it would have been so easy. They were like, oh, we've got Absolutely. three, just, even like the early 2000s, you have three Justice Leagues. Yeah fighting it should be easy just like this pick is, your heroes who they're gonna fight i mean i i'm normally a big jeff johns fan i like his aquaman i like his his earlier green lantern yeah um but i don't know lately these big like crossover events have not been doing it for me no so i feel like that i mean trinity war just kind of it's a good example of what's not working not not just like for dc's like big crossovers yeah. but like in general like comic books crossovers because you read it and it's just not doing it and just gets in the way of like other stuff other good stories yeah so yeah i don't i don't know it it used to be when you were doing a crossover there was like a reason for it and it was cool because there the three teams in this are justice league like Mm -hmm. our superman batman wonder woman team justice league of america which is like the america's uh like government team right 
And you've got Justice League Dark, which is a bunch of magic heroes who play Constantine, by their own rules. Dead man, yeah. You think that that would be fun? I know. Like a bunch of heroes, like, oh, I'm not prepared for magic. Oh, yeah. the government's really getting in deep. Yeah. Oh, Superman sure is strong. Right. No. No, it was a total failure. I hated it. Yeah. Uh, I also finished the final <laughs> volume in the Clone Wars Adventure. So I'm done with that. That had a not great rating on your good No, I didn't like it so much. Yeah. It was They're made up of like three or four short stories yeah. that follow different characters. I know how anthologies this work, This was Nick. just not, not a good thing. But, yeah. uh, I also finished, I mentioned that I was reading this last week, but I finished All Dressed in White, which is the second collaboration with Mary Higgins Clark and Al Fair Burke. Right. Second in the Under Suspicion series, yeah. uh, spinning out a Mary Higgins Clark book. I was meh about the Cinderella murders. Sure. had its problems. This was actually pretty good. Okay. I, I really enjoyed this one. I was a little... When the, when the case eventually is solved, it's sort of... Like, the motivations behind the the killings and stuff didn't really do it for me. It was it felt kind of rushed. It was like, well, somebody has to be the killer. Here you go. <laughs> so, yeah. it was kind of a, a lukewarm with the resolution. But I was really, like, in the last, you know, 60 pages or so in particular, I was like, ah, what's happening? What's happening? What's mm-hmm. happening? So, I was, I was a little underwhelmed by the by the things that, that brought it all together. But overall, I really enjoyed the book, and I will definitely read book three. Okay. So... Those are finished. Yeah. Uh, I'm currently reading, because we're, we're coming up on the first book club of 2016. Yeah. And that's uh, Taya Obrecht's The Tiger's Wife. Yeah. So I've started wow. that. Not too deep into it. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't grabbed me so far. Yeah. I don't hate it or anything, but I'm not like, oh, yeah, tell me more about this Tiger's Wife. Yeah. Normally, tigers will, like, bite your neck to kill you. Yeah. But they're strong enough, they yeah. can just knock you out with the paw. Okay, what about their wives? What are they like? I mean, they're also strong. Okay, they're also strong. Yeah, just because they're married doesn't mean they're not, like, strong, independent women. Yeah, why would it? I wasn't implying otherwise. All right, I just thought you were thinking that because, like, oh, she's married, she must not really be that... You put the words in my mouth. She's she's still a person. Yeah, she is. You're still a person when you get married. Oh, I know. You're an individual. Yeah. And you're two people. Two people in one. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Man, it is night, right? Yeah, it is super night. Guys, listeners, this is how uh, casual this is. We're recording with our laptops on the coffee table, sitting on the floor. I'm sitting on a green It's like a couple of hippies. Dog on the couch right next to us. Cheech and Chong recording a podcast. Yeah. So. So. Uh, What else (laughs) do I got? Oh, you know what I am enjoying, though, is uh, I'm reading The Force Awakens by Alan Dean Foster. Yeah, no spoilers. The the Star Wars movie, no, no spoilers. Um, it, so far I've run across a few little extended scenes or scenes that kind of play out a little yeah. differently um, I'm enjoying it sometimes the dialogue changes that made it in the final film are much better than, than what's in the book so oh, yeah. it's kind of interesting to see that progression from you know I, I assume he's working with an earlier script right. to write this um, and it's tighter what's so. the last uh, movie adaptation you read before this one Man of Steel probably really yeah wow been a while then. Yeah. So, but you're back in the game. Yeah, I like Man of Steel and Dark Knight Rises. Were both written by Greg Cox, who's he writes. He does some Star Trek and he does a lot of novelization and stuff. Yeah. I usually like his stuff. Yeah. Man of Steel and Dark Knight Rises were both very good. Uh, the, the cool thing about the Dark Knight Rises, he meant the books. Yeah, I mean the books. <laughs> I mean the books. The Dark Knight Rises novelization is cool because it kind of integrates the Joker, which yeah. is like it helps. I think. Yeah. And Superman, the Man of Steel novelization just kind of smooths smooths things out a little bit and makes some of the uh, some of the more is hard there, to take aspects. Yeah, of so there's it. a lot of scenes where like the author is just like, "Look, yeah. listen, yeah. this this is making sense. Yeah. Calm down. Honestly, this I mean, is what he does. I know that you won't, mm-hmm. but leading up to Batman v Superman, uh-huh. uh, 
if you read that book, Mm-mm. that I know, I know that you won't, I know that you won't, but I think that like if you read the book and then went into the new movie, you might feel a little bit better about it because I felt a lot better after reading the book, yeah. Man of Steel. So I know that you won't, but I'm just telling you, as okay. a friend, yeah. as a, as a brother in podcasting, you yeah. might you no. might do good to read that book. Yeah. Uh, I'm so, gonna go into that movie trying to forget it's a sequel to anything. Yeah. I mean, like, for me, I'm trying to go in with this being the first movie of yeah. the DC films. Yeah, I get it. So. I get it. Um, I, you know, I was, I was, I thought that Alan Dean Foster wrote a lot more Star Wars than he did, mm-hmm. but apparently, you I mean, probably think about Bell Star Ray. Trek, you stupid. No. He hasn't Jerk. written very many, much at all, so ah. this is, it's kind of interesting to have him come back. Okay. Um, so that's it for now. I got a couple of graphics that are on the list, and I have tons of Christmas books that I want to read. Yeah. So we don't a, want to hear any more about Christmas books, I though. Know. No, they're not Christmas books. They're books I got as presents for oh. Christmas. Yeah. Any good stuff? Uh, yeah, I got a I got a David McCullough that I want to read. It's a historical, um, it's a, a young Teddy Roosevelt biography. That cool. <laughs> I got some Star Trek. I got some Star Wars. I got uh, yeah. Brian Lee O'Malley's Seconds, which is the yeah. Scott Pilgrim guy. Oh yeah, his, his later yeah. thing. So uh, a bunch of stuff that I want to read, and then I have the book club starting up again. So I'm trying to like. Yeah. Get through things so that I can read what I want. So. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. That's hey, it for me. Before we get into book news, or as we get into book news, I thought let's start a new little segment wow. around the same time as book news. Okay. Uh, let's just inform our people of what's going on on the New York Times bestsellers list. Sure. All right. I mean, it's simple. Yeah. So this is uh, the week of January 10th. Okay. So that means it ends tomorrow mm-hmm. for us. So you, you ready? I'm yeah. going to tell you what. Uh, the top ten books okay. on the New York Times bestseller of All the right. week where mm-hmm. uh, it's an exciting new segment. Yeah, it we, is. I we, know. we take somebody else's work and we just yeah, share we it. Just, we just pair All right, it. Yep. number one. Okay. Or should I go? I'll, I'll go from number ten up. Yeah. There we go. Okay. That's exciting. Scooter, stop right here. We should take off his collar. Otherwise, that's really annoying. All right. Come here, Scooter. This is Eric's dog, Scooter, is making his podcast debut. Yeah. Oh, good boy. Go. Good boy being annoying. Right. Start reading these books. All right. <laughs> Uh, number 10, yep. Go Set a Watchman. Really? Still? Yeah. Wow. It's uh, in really. place. Spent 15 weeks on the on the list. Yeah, thanks to some controversy, yeah. probably. Uh, number 9, The Night Nightingale by oh, Kristen Henna. Oh, Hanna, yeah. Spent 35 weeks on this wow. list. I haven't read it. I really want to. Number 8, The Guilty by David Baldacci. Not not six I'm, weeks. I'm just not a Baldacci fan. <gasps> number 7, Crazy. The Bazaar of Bad Dreams. Oh, Stephen Eight King. weeks. Yeah, I've read, I don't know, maybe half of that. Okay. Eh. Number six, mm-hmm. See Me. 11 weeks. Oh, who's that? Nicholas Sparks? Nicholas Sparks. Okay, Sorry. No, I haven't read that. All right. Number five, All the Light We Cannot See. Yeah, I want to read that one, Spent too. Spent 66 weeks by Anthony I know. Dewar. That was going strong. Dower? Do or die. Okay. Uh, Girl on the Train is number four Ooh. by Paula Hawkins. Oh, remember, we're doing a, a book club on Girl on the Train in October. So yeah. if you've read it or if you want to read it, yeah. come join us for the book club. And listen, if you're the girl on the train from when I was on a train yeah. and we had that fun conversation and stuff. Did that happen? Yeah. Yeah, I was on a train and I was like, hi, girl on the train. This is a bad bit. I'm just going to quit. Oh, wait, I think is this it, not true? No, thought... no, this isn't true. Oh. I was trying okay. to do like a strangers on the train thing. Oh, but okay. that's between two married men. I was really interested because I thought you were on some train and like struck up a thing with this girl and then no. didn't follow through with it. No. Okay. No, I, no. All right. Number three, <laughs> Cross what? Justice by oh. James Patterson. Jimmy P. Number two, The oh, Martian. Cross. Ooh, see, I got to catch up. Yeah, man. All right, go on. Number two, The Martian. Love The Martian. 
by Andy Weir. Yeah. Number one, Rogue Lawyer by John Grisham. Ugh. Yeah, it's Blech. been ten weeks on this list. Yeah. So. I gotta, I'm, my brother Steve has got to read that book, so I want to know what he thinks about yeah. it. Cause yeah, me. and if you missed it, listeners, last week we did a spotlight on John yeah, Grisham himself. Yeah, spotlight. Who, so. I would say. Spoiler alert, is I quite... hate Rogue Lawyer. Oh, okay. What were you going to say? I was going to say he's quite a looker. Yeah. Him and David Baldacci. Yeah, they're both good-looking men. Yeah. So, uh, well, thank you, Eric. Yeah, for taking us down that road. Yeah, the uh, New York Times bestseller list. Yeah, now everybody knows. So yeah. now we can get into real book news. We can. Your favorite part. Yeah, where I talk about all the nonfiction that's oh, coming out. Wow. We should call this podcast all the nonfiction. I think that, like we should talk ahead of time, and we I should give you like we should decide on a number. Uh huh. Because it was like five or six self help books last time, and I was just well, feeling, it was New Year's Eve. It I was, was post New Year's. Hey, uh, it's not my fault that I felt that's like the, I was suffocating. A that was bit. the only stuff that was coming out. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Here's one. Hey, we know somebody that might really like this. Okay. Uh, all these books are coming out January twelfth. All right. Uh, January 12th is a Tuesday, yeah. set in the first month of the year, 2016. Okay, you're, t- you're telling too much. The year it's of our much. President Barack Obama. Yeah, you're telling too much. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, vegan under pressure. Perfect vegan meals <laughs> made quick <laughs> and easy in your pressure cooker. I thought pressure cookers weren't vegan. Pressure. What? Because of all the pressure they give to animals. Oh, boy. <laughs> Um, yeah. Look, it is oh 9 o'clock gosh. on a um, Saturday night. You know what? Here's the thing, though. That was actually funnier than anything that happened in Ridiculous 6. Why would you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's true. I mean, so now you got to be nice to me. Yeah, you got to be nice to me the rest of the night. I'm going to be like, oh, Eric, you card. <laughs> uh, the Cabaret of Plants. 40,000 oh. Years of Plant Life and the Human Imagination. By Eliza Minnelli. Uh, by Richard Maybe. Oh, Maybe. What? Richard, maybe it was by Liza Minnelli? Maybe? Why, why would Here's Liza a fun Minnelli... story. I went to see Cabaret <laughs> on Broadway with my grandpa. If you don't know what Cabaret is, it's a very sexually explicit show. Yeah. And when we were looking for what we wanted to go see, all the description said was like, intrigue in a jazzy nightclub. And we were like, jazz, that sounds fun. So we went to see Cabaret. We're like 10 minutes You said in. grandfather? Yeah, my grandpa. Okay. Yeah, it was so uncomfortable. Like ten minutes in, we had great seats. Mm-hmm. It was it was starring Alan Cummings. Oh you know, sure, like Goldeneye, you know. And uh, we left it unhappy. Really, it was really uncomfortable. You left unhappy. So anyway, Liza Minnelli wasn't there. She might have been there. I don't know. Do you, well, Richard so was Richard she Maybe, in it? Is that Richard what you're trying to tell me? There. Yeah, Liza Minnelli's the star of the movie. I've never seen the movie. Cabaret. You know, which is the one where they're like, oh, God, I hope I get it. That is a chorus line. I you always screw this up. musical <laughs> is a chorus line, and it's not. That's always from a chorus line. All right. Well, I saw our community Starring theater. Michael Douglas, the movie version of a chorus line. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Does he sing well? I don't know. I've never seen it. Really? Yeah, my friend Ethan got You've me You've never a... seen a musical starring Michael Douglas. I know. My friend Ethan got me this box set of Michael Douglas films, and that's one of them. You like Mikey. You love Mikey D. I, I do. Yeah, I do. I love him. All right. Yeah, uh, that's weird, man. I really thought you would have seen it. I know. I'm sorry. I'll watch it. Let's do it. Mm. Okay. All right. Next. What yeah. do I got next? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Too many. Retire inspired. Now, this is by Chris Hogan. Who Here's the choo- subtitle. Who are you choosing these books for? I need to know who you think our target audience <laughs> our is. retiring. It's not retirees. Audience. It's not retirees. <laughs> I mean, if it is, you're welcome. I mean, well, we're glad to, to this, have you retired. Listen to the so. subtitle. This is what I don't understand. It okay. says retire inspired. Right. Yep. It's not an age. It's a financial number. Huh. I think it's also an age. Yeah, right? Like, isn't there an age most seems people like, retire at? No, that seems like kind of a... So anyway. Yeah. Would you retire young? 
Like if if you if you realize you had enough money to retire at like thirty five, I don't think so. What would you do for the rest of your life? Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I might sneeze at a certain point. That's okay. Okay. Level up your life. How to unlock adventure and happiness by becoming the hero of your own story by Steve Comb. Well, it looks like the guy's. He's doing the open shirt Superman thing. Okay. The tie is flying. Okay. For the past... Uh, I'm not going to read this. It's a self-help book. It's got a yeah. superhero parody know. cover. You, you know. Uh, the Last Tudor Princess. The Life oh, of Lady boy. Margaret Douglas okay. by Alison Weir. Oh, I'm sorry. You represent everybody, Nick. No, I think... There are people no. out there who like, finally, another book about the Tudors. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> are you closing your eyes? No, 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 no. <sighs> I'm trying to decide if I like keep talking, if it will move us along, or if I don't say anything so that you get through them quicker. I don't know. I don't know. So I guess I'm trying a different yeah. tact. Go ahead. Imagine if uh, I'm just gonna be really quiet for the next ten minutes. Imagine if like David Letterman and like Jimmy Fallon, like their sidekicks, yeah. were as this talky and rude uh-huh. to them about uh-huh. their bits. Okay. Like imagine if Conan yeah. O'Brien was like, "Here's a funny bit," and like. Go Andy, yeah. oh, I can't no, remember his ahead. last name. Come on, Andy Richter. If you got it, Cody. Yeah. What okay. if Andy Richter was like, "Oh, this is a boring bit. Here's why it's a boring bit." Andy Richter would be so fired. Okay. Well, first you're of being all, a bad Andy Richter. First of all, I'm not the Andy Richter, and I think our listeners know that. Second of well, all, you're certainly not the Conan O'Brien. Paul Schaefer often did do that sort of thing, and it worked beautifully. So you're welcome. <laughs> no, please tell me more about retirees losing weight. <laughs> Go ahead. No, you you do this. You do that. You if it's so, anyway. Here, uh, the only pirate at the party. That's a fun title. It's by Lindsay it's really, Sterling. Really nonfiction heavy. That's it. I haven't gotten to the fiction. I, I know. No, it's not. It's even. No. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> um, I don't know if you know who Lindsay Sterling is. I, I really don't think this is fun. Uh, no, I don't. Who is she? She is a violinist. She's a dancing violinist, electric violinist. Okay. She's on YouTube. She does a lot of videos, and sometimes okay. she'll come on your Pandora station. Hmm. Depending on what you're looking for. Okay. I think she was a. Uh... Oh, look at that! She was on America's Got Talent. Anyway, mm-hmm. she's writing a book about her experiences. Mm-hmm. People know who she is, Nick. Just I, because yeah. you're an ignorant fool. She... <laughs> um... Yeah, I deserve that. <laughs> all right, here's some <laughs> fiction for all you okay. fiction lovers. Hey. Uh, the Bitter Season. It's a Kovac and Liska novel by Tammy Hogg. Hoag? Probably Hoag. <laughs> Probably not Hog. Although I'm sure she heard that girl. Oh, no. Uh, Here comes Tammy Hog. Shut up, guys! <laughs> it's Hoag! Oh, my God. Someday I'm going to be a famous author, and you're all going to be stupid and not be able to read any of my oh. books because you're all literate. Yeah. Tammy Hog. <laughs> Dictator, a novel, part of the Ancient Rome trilogy by. Oh! <laughs> I almost said Deck Ledge! Yeah. Not by Decalage. It's Robert Harris. I really want to come up with some kind of storyline that would star a man called Decalage. It's a great name. He sounds like a hard-boiled noir detective. Stone Stone Barrington and Decalage team up for what will be the biggest case of both of their careers. Oh my gosh. Did you just say Stone Barrington? Yeah. Scandalous Behavior, a Stone Barrington novel by Stuart Woods is coming out. Get out of the town. (laughs) I love Stone Barrington. Yeah. Uh, Stone Barrington is back in yeah. fine form in the newest yeah, thriller yeah. from the number one times bestselling author. Yeah. That doesn't really tell you about the book. But still, well, he's back. Yeah. I think Stuart fans of the Stone Barrington books probably know wow. what it's Book about. 36. Yeah. They're going strong. Yeah. I love them. Strong as stone. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. Is that a common phrase? Strong as stone? Yeah. It's, yeah. Very, it's, a, it's almost too common. Yeah. 
You don't even hear it now. You know what else is casual much. about this podcast? What? We're not in work clothes. No, it's true. I'm in a t-shirt for I'm crying in a t-shirt out loud. Too. Yeah. Jeans? Yeah. yeah. You I can mean, see I... my ripping biceps. I also have biceps. jeans. But... I want to buy weights. Do you? Yeah. I'm having trouble lifting know. things yeah. and then like holding them up. Do you ever do like push-ups? No, I, I can't do that either. I fall right to the floor. Do you really? Yeah. You're just a little. I know. I need I need huh. weights to get some arm strength. I don't know. So then I can get I more I feel like I need more cardio. Yeah. I should listen to your non-fiction section more. Or, yeah. Find a... You can get a dog and walk him. Yeah, I have a dog. We walk. Well, there you go. Yeah. You're doing fine. Yeah, okay. My doctor once told me I heart needed... Heart healthy. It's heart healthy. That yeah. and Cheerios. Yeah, I don't know if Cheerios... Man, this is casual. I don't uh, know. <laughs> I think I need to put My name on. is Lucy Barton. That's what she says at, like, the big climax of the series. Is that She's a... just like, my name is Lucy Barton, and then she yeah. shoots up everybody. Well, I know who that is. Who's it's... that? Well, if you know. No, I can't think of the name. I'll give you a hint. It's a woman who wrote Olive Kittredge. Is that her? I'll give you a hint. Okay. If you take away the S, it spells trout. Elizabeth Strout. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she wrote Olive Kittredge. Yeah. Well, this is just a novel. Okay. Also, it's deckled edge. No. Huh. So that's that's when the pages are, like, kind of deckled? I, yeah, I explained that to you in detail. <laughs> after, after you made a fool of yourself. When live, live Breath Becomes Air by Paul Callahan. Oh, forget it. Um, I, hate, I hate that title. When Breath Becomes Air? I, I was thinking it. about it, too. So I was like, that's very zen. I don't like it. Like, ah, uh, you will know the answer to this. Yeah. When Breath Becomes Air. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. Thank you, Sensei. Yeah. Um, all right, I've got some other stuff, I like but it. I didn't click on it. Even the Dead, a uh, uh, quirky novel? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's stupid. How do we know if it's quirky? Benjamin Black. Boop, 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 boop. Do you know who Benjamin Black is? Sure don't. Do you know who Benjamin Button is? I do, yeah. Okay. Brad George Pitt. Washington's Journey, The President Forges a New Nation, and One Last Time. Are we back in nonfiction? Yeah, now I'm just going through stuff I didn't want to read all the way through. Oh, come on. All right, all right. I just, I wanted to also sing George Washington's song. Go ahead. Uh, one Last Time. Hit it. No, I can't do it. I'll do the other, the first one, though, where they're like, here comes the general! Okay. I was just being polite. That's from Hamilton. All right. Uh, no, this is just when I double-checked well, you know, to make sure actually, I didn't miss we, anything we important. Did get, we did get a tweet about the Hamilton lyrics. So yeah, that, that was there. We had a user at GingerCap said, yeah. please, please, please sing Hamilton musical lyrics on each yeah. and every episode. One last so, time. There you go. Make a Hamilton reference. You got it. All right. Doesn't look like any... Oh, no, I thought that was uh, a Kent. You know what? This is too casual. Let's, oh, ooh, The Dressmaker's War by Mary Chamberlain. Doesn't she write... I don't like know. Lincoln's dressmaker. Mm, I don't know. Not Lincoln's, Mrs. Lincoln's. Mrs. Lincoln's. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, J. Edgar Hoover's dressmaker. <laughs> okay, why don't you do your uh, dated political humor? You do your book news, and I'll just read random ones I see. Oh, or just don't. The Drifter. Or just by Nicholas Petrie. Oh, dish. Go ahead. I'm done. Mm. I'm done. That was book okay. news. All Man, right. I wish there was anything else that you could be uh, this mean about. Mm. Oh wait, everything. I, I wish you could get to the ends of sentence faster. All right. Uh, <laughs> See, that's what I mean. <laughs> no Safe Secret by Fern Michaels. Now, oh. I, I have not read Fern Michaels okay. before. Mm-hmm. It's not. She doesn't write so much romance. It's more like inspiration. Oh, my gosh. I wonder who you think this is for. So, uh, Fern Michaels coming out with a new one, No Safe Secret, yeah. March 29th. So, Fern Michael fans, and there are legions, particularly yeah. in our library. Yeah. She's a, she's a best, best-selling, best-checker oh, boy, I wish you could finish sentence author. better. So, take a peek for that. Uh Linda Lyle Miller. Sort of in the same vein. Although I sure. think she's a little bit more romance than Fern You're Michael. boring everybody! That's coming out no, March 29th. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that is actually the start of a new series. Ooh. I have this series up here. It is the, the Carsons of Mustang Creek series. So this is book one of a new series that she's starting. So 
It's about uh, brothers on a ranch. Mm-hmm. So, Queen of Western Romance, Linda Lale Miller. So, I'm probably Queen saying of Western Romance. Western Romance. Well, like yeah, she writes West. Okay. She writes westerns. Uh, and then the the next one we have March 15th. This is coming out by Jacqueline Mitchard. So she's probably best known for her book, The Deep End of the Ocean. Uh, which was made into the movie with Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, so Two If By Sea, coming out March 15th. So this sounds like, woo, uh, just hours after his wife and her entire family perished in the Christmas Eve tsunami in Brisbane. Brisbane is probably what you say. Yeah. American expat and former easy. police officer Frank Mercy goes out to join his volunteer rescue unit and pulls a little boy from a submerged car, saving the child's life with only seconds to spare. So hmm. that that is the setup for this new uh, novel. Probably very emotional Probably very raw from our old friend Jacqueline Mitchard. So if you're a fan of, of The Deep End of the Ocean or, or this type of fiction, keep an eye out March 15th. Okay. Yeah. Um, two things okay. I wanted to mention. All right. The part of book news as well. Yeah. One, um, you've talked about the book Sun. The yes. Sun or just yeah. Sun? The Sun. Philip Meyer. Yeah. Okay. Did it for a book club last year. Right. Well... Nope, that's a different thing. Big pause. Sorry. Oh, there we go. AMC is adapting the novel The Sun as a drama series. Like an ongoing. Yeah, I I mean. You could. I mean, it's pretty. It's got a pretty long. It's expansive. Yeah, I don't know how many. Like, they. I don't know how many episodes they do for their dramas. I don't know if it's like a 10 episode thing or if they give them like full seasons. I'm trying to think. I mean, I think Mad Men had pretty standard seasons. I don't think that. I don't think it was 22 per se, but it was more than 10, maybe like 18. Okay. I don't watch a lot of AMC. I don't know, like Walking Dead and stuff. I don't know what they do. But, yeah. Well, that's interesting. I'd yeah. probably be interested in that. Second piece of news. Pretty brutal. The, the book is pretty brutal. Well, yeah. AMC likes yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, second piece of book news. Okay. Emma Watson has established a feminist book club on Goodreads. Oh, I saw that. So, yeah. uh, for those of you who don't know, I mean, we talk about Goodreads all the time and how it's a Facebook for books and reading. We don't, however, talk about Emma Watson all the time. No. Well, so, didn't we talk about... She's in Harry Potter. Yeah, she's in Harry Potter. <laughs> she plays Hermione. She's in Perks of Being a Wallflower and other things. Yeah, I didn't see that. Ballet Shoes, based on that uh, popular kids book Yeah, she's in. Now, now, all we're talking about is Emma Watson. Yeah. Um, on Goodreads, you can those, join... Those are all book adaptations. That's right. my point. Yeah. On Goodreads, you can have a book club. Where everybody's like reading the same thing, and you can, uh, and then you talk about it in the forums and everything. So, is she gonna want to talk a lot about the house elf rebellion? Because I was not into that at all. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, the first book is Gloria uh, Gloria Steinman's My Life on the Road. Okay, have you heard of that? No. Well, I mean, I know, but I I don't know much about that one. So, what's what's her role? She's part of like UN's. She does something for UN, right? This is not my area of expertise. Emma Watson? Yeah. Oh, I guess I don't know what good you are. Then. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared to talk Emma Watson. I, I realize now that was yeah. that was a mistake. All right. Well. But. I guess. Okay. Well, we had a few questions that we threw out to our, our listeners. We over did? the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, one being Elf's real name. What's Elf's real name? Elf from the He's popular. He's saying Elf, Elf not a- Elf. A-L-F, yeah. Many of you from are hearing the, Elf. From the popular uh, TV show for the 80s. Yeah, cartoon spinoff. No. Alf just stands for alien life form. That's what they all called him. Right. His real name, which no one got right on Twitter. No yeah. one got this right when we asked no. this question. So I'm just going to tell you, it's Gordon Shumway. Gordon Shumway. Yeah. Alf's name. So you're welcome, America. Yeah, it's still funny. Yeah, I know. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we also 
asked for some uh, favorites on John Grisham, and we got a few responses here. We got, at uh, HG Editor says, I've only read one, and it's not one of the classics, but I really enjoyed the writing, Playing for Pizza. We talked about for Playing pizza. for Pizza, yeah. yeah. Uh, then she, after listening to the episode, so that was before. Would you play for song? Sure. Really? She says, ah. uh, same listener here says, at All the Books show, now I want to read The Broker. So my brother Steve and I talked a lot about The Broker. That's kind of a spy one. It's really good. Uh, we also, Facebook user Amanda says, I've read almost all of them, but I think that it loved, oh, sorry, loved almost all the ones I've read, but The Chamber is her favorite. I haven't read The Chamber. Okay. I don't remember if Steve read it or not. But. Yeah. So a couple of favorites there. The last thing we asked randomly, I couldn't even remember how we got on the Meg Ryan trail. But because we it's... talked about Walter Matthau for yeah, some reason. I don't know why. We were just D- talking Darryl about Hannah. We talked about Daryl Hannah. Because right. she was in the Gingerbread Man. She was right. in the Gingerbread, gingerbread Man, Man John with Daryl. Yeah. And he was in yeah. Genius or IQ or whatever IQ it's called. With Meg, with Meg Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. And then we asked what your favorite Meg favorite Ryan film Meg was. Ryan movie is. So uh, we got a few from some regular listeners here. And that's mm-hmm. uh, At Miss Music Rocks 91 says When Harry Met Sally, which was my pick. So I got to agree. And then at Sarah Keeler B says I'm with at Miss Music Box ninety one. So last two two votes for when Harry met Sally. Last week when None we were talking for about Against the Ropes, <laughs> that boxing movie she did recently. So oh, I, all right. Sorry, Meg. No one said Anastasia. No one. You said Anastasia. Yeah. Did you know? Feet fe- don't fail me now. Yeah, go Sorry. for it. Go ahead. I, I only saw Bartok because you remember. All right. Did you know that they were gonna do like a, a spin off of How I Met Your Mother called How I Met Your Dad? Did you read about that? Yeah. Oh yeah, she was gonna be the yeah. narrator. So you know how if you're familiar with the show How I Met Your Mother, Bob Saget narrates it yeah. as the main character's yeah. older self. A filthy tale to his children. Yeah. And this uh this new one, Meg Ryan, was gonna be the, yeah. the narrator and it mm-hmm. didn't go forward for obvious reasons. Because mm-hmm. it was just a, a retread of a show that was on too long anyway. So Okay. Anyway, interesting little tidbit. Wow, that was hard truths about how i met your mother i'm sorry it just it just kept going yeah you want some more hard truths yeah you're not talking close enough to the microphone this week oh, man. i'm sorry i'm sorry it's just it's cash i know here i'll move the coffee table i'm not to wearing you. a tie i just can't i need to straighten uh, my leg that though. sound you hear is the sound of my coffee table moving <sighs> along the floor it's haunting me what? okay what's haunting you nothing it's, I why like aren't you using this blanket I as like a cushion coffee table was stalking me all right well so for this week you ready to go into the segment buddy Yes. Oh, my coffee table broke a little bit. For Are you week, breaking my coffee we're table? We're going to take a peek at the, uh, some hidden gems. Yep. So we've, we've done this once before where we look through some of the books that we've read. Things that, I could uh, literally go get the books off my literal bookshelf right oh now. Oh, gosh, literally. I, I can't. They're all in boxes. I, I figuratively could because we're not in my house, but right. you literally could. So yeah. It's, it's a difference. Yeah. A, little, uh, little, a little word knowledge there for you. Anyway, <laughs> so we're, we're going we're gonna to talk about some books that we've read that yeah. maybe don't have a super high profile that we think. Yeah. We've done this you know, before. Yeah, our listeners might yeah. enjoy. These are some books that you, you're not probably not going to find on like a current big bestseller list. It might not be on uh, some obvious places that you'd find it. But these are ones that, that over the course of our reading lives, we've found that we think are cool and mm-hmm. worth a second look. Yeah. So why don't you take us in? Do you see how polite I am when you're explaining things? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, but, Try it. But to be fair, uh-huh. mine was like 10 seconds, and yours are usually like three or four minutes. So. Uh Whatever, Paul Schaefer? Is that his name? Yeah, Paul Schaefer. Yeah, whatever, Paul Schaefer. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to be Letterman, though. No, I didn't you're, really get I mean, him. You're, you're Andy Richter, obviously. <laughs> I'm not Andy so, Richter. yeah, you are. <laughs> I would have a better TV career uh, than Andy Richter. Okay. Did you ever watch Andy Barker P.I., by the way? Hilarious. No. I watched Hilarious. Andy Richter Controls the Universe. Oh, I didn't watch that one. But Andy Barker P.I. was was good stuff. I heard it was funny. Yeah, had Tony Hale from Arrested Development in it. All right. Presnell, like a great cast. You know what I have, also haven't seen? Uh, I'm going to suggest that for the library. We, need, we should get that for the TV section. 
It's dirt cheap. How many episodes like is it? Six. It's only six. Oh wow. Yeah, but it's kind of you know it's it's okay. It's yeah. six episodes. Anyway, give me your first give me your first hidden gem. We well, gotta pick a name, folks. Tell us what you think. Hidden gems, buried treasure. You got a new one. We gotta pick a name, and then we gotta get our buddy Ben to write us a new theme music for this segment. Yeah, so. good luck. <laughs> that guy, he does not work for pizza. No, he doesn't. He's not playing for yeah. pizza. Oh, mm-hmm. that's the title. Yeah, play for pizza. I know. Yeah. I just I thought we'd smoothly do it. No, that's, fine. <laughs> that's okay. Um, I was gonna ask you if you've seen Blunt Talk. Because we were talking about Andy Richter. No. And it's a, it doesn't have anything to do with Andy Richter. It stars Patrick Stewart. Oh. There really was no connection other than it's two people who have been in TV shows. Sure. Okay. So I got to get that from No, that I way. haven't seen it. All right, moving on. I got to pick a tale. Yeah, All right, I'm looking at. Like. Tell me something you like. I'm looking at some. I see the ones I... Because last time I talked about the alien earth, the shadow people, and Neverworld. Uh-huh. This week, I'll suggest... Okay. You know, this also kind of becomes... Uh, our guilty pleasure oh. one as well, I feel like, because my, mm-hmm. most people don't read this stuff. Yeah. Uh, this one you'll know from having me talk about it mm-hmm. to you. Um, the Scorpion. It's The Legend of the Five Rings Clan War, number one. Mm. You know the series that I read? The uh, Japanese, like the Samurai books series, The Scorpion, The Crane, The oh, Dragon. No. The lion, huh. the crab. I believe you. I don't know what you mean. Though. The unicorn. Okay. Those are those are all real too, folks. Wow. Okay. Uh, it's the series. So there's a there's a RPG system mm-hmm. in world called Legend of the Five Rings, like Dungeons and Dragons. It's Legend of the Five Rings. It takes place in this fictional Eastern inspired world where they take okay. Chinese and Japanese mythology and kind of combine it and mm. to make it their own uh, fantasy world. And it's cool. And the universe is really cool. There's all all the uh, the different civil the different people are separated into clans, and so like they're not animals. It's okay. not like a bunch of scorpions with swords. <laughs> the the scorpions are like spies and ninja. The lion are like the loyal uh, samurai. Mm-hmm. The unicorn are mounted samurai. Okay, not mounted on your wall. Yeah, like they, I get it. They ride horses. Yeah, I know what you mean. Anyway. Uh, the books are not that great, hmm. but I've read three of them so far. Okay. For some reason, they just work for me. Okay. Because they're like, they really are just, just not, just not okay. good. But they're but fantasy. They're, like, they're like, like, corny, like cheesy, kind of like fun. They are cheesy, but I mean, like it's popcorn. just, it's a bunch of white people writing, you know, samurai mm-hmm. stories. Sure. So, you know, it's got that kind of like, oh, and this is a cool mm-hmm. thing a samurai would do, but if mm-hmm. you... Like a real samurai, read it like that is stupid. <laughs> why? Why would they do that? Right. So, um, there's a name for that, but I can't remember what it is. That's all right. Because I don't. So this is the first book in the series. This is the first book in the series. The I'm Scorp- kind of counting the whole series. Okay. The, this is one of my hidden gems because. Wait. Does uh, the series have a name, like a proper name? Clan wars. Clan wars. Yeah, there's seven. Okay. Each clan gets its own book. Okay. So it starts with the scorpion, ends with the lion. Is this? Concurrent. I mean, is it still going, or is it totally? Done? It's done. It's done. This is an older one. Okay. I can't even remember. I started this. It was published in two thousand. Okay. And the series just got by, bought. The universe just got bought by Fantasy Flight Games. That's not important. Fantasy Flight Games is a production company that puts out board games. Anyway, if you don't play the game, which most people listening don't, okay. the the series might still interest you because there are people who read like the Dungeon and Dragon books, like the uh, the Dritz books. Mm-hmm. And never play a game of Dungeons and Dragons in their life, because uh, they're just easy to read fantasy mm-hmm. novels. You know, they're not like yeah. the thousand-page Brandon Sanderson epics yeah. and everything. They're, Brando Sando. They're just like they're they're like the Star Wars books. You know what I mean? They're like three hundred pages. You're gonna read it in a weekend. Yeah. 
and you're going to enjoy it while you're doing it mm-hmm. and then move on with your life. So, also, if you do play the game, mm-hmm. so all these clans have different types of personality and ways. So, so what kind of game is this? Like a role-playing game. Okay. Like Dungeons & Dragons. Okay. And it's also a, tr- a card game uh, okay. with tournaments and stuff. Anyway, mm. um, when I've played this game before, mm-hmm. I've always played as a crab because I understand them. The cra- so, Rokugan is really cool. It's a cool uh, fantasy world where... Uh, all the clans are out in this land, but there's a wall, and past the wall is the uh, the shadow lands. Mm-hmm. It's where all the demon, the oni, live and stuff. And Spooky. The the crabs, the the crab clan. <laughs> crab clan. They're they're like this hard uh, samurai clan. They just mm-hmm. they're always on their wall, on always that wall, defending. Sideways. <laughs> yeah, always walking <laughs> sideways. Um, they're just guarding that wall all the time, so they're constantly <laughs> fighting off those. Well, I guess oni that kind of makes sense if they're at yeah. the wall. Yeah. <laughs> So I understand them. They okay. make sense. I've never understood the scorpion because right. they've always seemed like, well, why would anybody trust them? So but, but I, is the scorpion your favorite of the books then? Well, the, yes, so far. Kind of... I, no, Unicorn was okay. good too. I didn't like the crane. The crane are just so high and mighty. They just think they're some so great. Okay. But they're not. All right. Um, but I, I, this helped me understand the clan more. So next time if I play the game, I'll let you know. Okay. But they're kind of like they need to protect the emperor and the empire at all cost, even at the cost okay. of the emperor. So, most people probably aren't going to read it. But whatever. It's a hidden gem. Yeah. Did you say the author? This one, it, they're all written by different people. Oh, I think some okay. authors write more than one in the series, but it's like a group okay. of authors. So, right. this one is by Stephen D. Sullivan. Okay. I'll so just read the series is the clan. Clan War. Clan War. Yeah. They're hard to find, but I mean, they're also like two cents on Amazon. Yeah. I've been finding them at bookstores and stuff. Oh. Ju- I mean, if people are interested, we could also get it through interlibrary loan, too, for yeah. libraries outside of our system. Yeah. Dirt cheap. So. All right. Uh, well, for my first, I'm going to choose a, a book by Lawrence Block. Now, Lawrence Block is... Block? Block. Like a cube? Yeah, like a cube. Ha <laughs> ha uh... Sorry, that's not funny. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> he is... She's so casual and warm Actually, here. from Buffalo. Yeah. Born in Buffalo, uh, he's he's got a couple of uh, actually quite a few series. Probably the most uh, prolific of the series would be the Matt Scudder series, and he's the Burglar series. Never heard of this. Uh, Benny Benny Rodenbar. Uh, Benny Hill. Once once I get in here, you you might know what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, so what what we've got that I've picked for today is the first in his Matthew Scudder novels and this is called The Sins of the Fathers now this came out in 1976 uh, the series was going real strong in the 70s and 80s 90s uh, slowed down a little bit in recent years um, one in 2005 called All the Flowers Are Dying was kind of written to be the last maybe um, and then he's he's gone back and he's revisited it a couple of times with with another novel in 2011 and then also a short story collection. But this is the first in the series, uh, 1976, Sins of the Father. So the basic plot of this, um, it follows Matt Scudder, who was a big high-profile detective. And his, his backstory is that while he was off-duty, um, he witnesses a, a robbery and murder, goes after the person, gets the bad guys but happens to kill a pedestrian. And he's justified. He's not uh, It's right. not that he's arrested or fired or anything like that, but he was drunk. Okay. And so it made him, like, he quits the force, and he's not really, like, a PI. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of people know that he could be, and so people come to him with cases and things. So the first one sort of sets this up. Um, it's about a, a prostitute who dies, and the, the person that they 
blame for this is a minister's son who hangs himself. And so they feel like something crazy is going on. So the girl's father comes to Matt Scudder and wants him to kind of look into this case. So this is his first sort of foray back into detective work. Okay. So it's just... It's, it's just a series, a, though. It is a series. How yeah. many books total? Uh, like 17, I want to say. Wow. It's quite a, yeah, 17 and then a short story collection. Your so. obscure titles always seem to be less obscure. Well, no, it's not, books is it's a lot. Not, I'm not saying it's obscure. I just mean... That's no, true. Nobody's, I never heard of it. Nobody's talking about Sins of the Father That's true. now. I mean, it came out 40 years ago. Um, so I, I think it's worth another look because yeah. it was really... I'd never read Lawrence Block before, and I kind of came across him because I knew that he was from Buffalo, and I thought, oh, I should check him out. Um, but you might, if the name is sounding familiar to you, it's probably because just recently, within the last couple of years, they adapted the movie uh, A Walk Among the Tombstones. Just oh, last yeah, year, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson plays Matt Scudder in that. Wow. So A Walk Among the Tombstones was written in the 90s. I didn't realize that was a... Uh... Yeah, a book adaptation. Yeah. I thought it was just Liam Neeson's action yeah, movie of no. 2015. It's uh, it's the tenth book in the series, and it was actually really good. Uh, my brother-in-law Mike and I went to see it, not knowing what to expect. And it mm-hmm. was actually before I read *Sins of the Father*, I saw um, I saw this movie, and so I really was intrigued by the character. And that happened to you with uh, *Appaloosa*. That's true. Yeah, you didn't know I it was a book, read... right? No, I didn't know. No, well, yeah. And then I realized it was Robert Parker, who I loved. Uh, he's also this is also the the movie Eight Million Ways to Die, in the West. No, <laughs> this is an older movie uh, okay. from 1986. Jeff Bridges stars as Matt Scudder, so you oh, got wow. Jeff Bridges, you got Liam Neeson playing this character. But um, it's kind of like I said, you know, the, the <laughs> most recent issue was or uh, uh, entry in the series was four years ago, but it was really hasn't been going strong since like right. the 90s. So okay, um, but I really enjoyed Sins of the Father, and I think it's. Uh, some of these series, it doesn't really matter what order you read them in, but I think if you're interested in the Matt Scudder character, you would want to start with Sins of the Father because this is really where you get the backstory. And Walk Among the Tombstones kind of throws you into it, which works. Okay. But uh, I think if you're if you're curious, I would I would suggest Sins of the Father. I loved it. You know, I don't think the library has Walk Amongst the Tombstones. I'll have to get it for them. The movie? Yeah. Oh, it was really good. All right. Um, also, do you think that means that Jeff Bridges was the Liam Neeson of the 90s? I, well, I mean, you could make a good case for that. Huh. But Liam Neeson was still doing stuff in the 90s. Was it? Yeah, that's when he did Schindler's List. Oh, right, okay. And Dark Man. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie? No, I didn't. He gets, like, his face melted off. Different kind of actor in the 90s, I think. Yeah, he was. Different from the Liam Neeson that we have today. The one we know and love. The one who has a particular set of skills. Yeah. Different. Do you think because he did Schindler's List, he, he now just says to himself, like, I've done Schindler's List, I can do whatever yeah. I want. Yeah, he's like, sure, sign yeah. me up for Qui-Gon. Yeah. Right? Yeah, That's it. Probably. He's like, I'm going to be in this movie because I'm Why in other movies. Yeah, All right. Let's do it. What do you got next? I'm going to stay within my theme and say Samurai Tales. Oh, boy. That is a close... Courage... Fidelity in the Revenge, oh, and just and Revenge, in the Final Years of the Shogun by Romulus Hillsborough. And this is starring Tom Cruise? Uh, no. Keanu Reeves. Oh, gosh. You made me remember <laughs> 47 Samurai. Sorry. Ronin. Oh, that was a bad movie. I didn't see it. Gosh. Not entertaining. I couldn't, I mean, I would be shocked if it was. <laughs> well, John Wick was good. Those were like I the... did want to see John Wick, but I haven't. It's pretty violent. Yeah, that's why I didn't. Okay. It's dark. Did you want to see it because it was dark? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Samurai Tales is a non-fiction book. It's okay. like a oh. history okay. 
different stories and different tales of um, men during that era of uh, Japan um, as it was starting to modernize itself and Mm -hmm. the samurai were becoming you know less important in the grand scheme of things so talks about like the civil war in Japan um, talks about westernization of it then how it's good because I mean, you watch something like Last Samurai, and like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, Samurai, the most honorable men to ever live. But right. really, they're, like, super corrupt. <laughs> like, a big reason uh, they didn't want to modernize Japan is because they would have lost their influence and power yeah. doing so. So they didn't want to do that, yeah, that either. Makes sense. Um, and then, when I mean, at the end, by the time Japan was like, fine, we're not westernizing ourselves. We're going to... Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're not going to modernize. We're going to close ourselves off. And then they close themselves off until basically World War II. Hmm. So a lot of bad decisions because of samurai at that time. Hmm. So so now would you say that this book is like approachable? Or is it, I mean, if you're not an expert on samurai, if you haven't read the tons of samurai. The first time I saw this, uh-huh. it was in uh, Epcot Center. Okay. In Japan. Sure. Japan and Epcot Center in their hobby, in their, okay. you know, store mm-hmm. so I, they're just selling it to anybody it's really is just like it's you don't have to know anything okay just, like, so you if, think this would be like if somebody was interested in finding out about this this would be yeah. a good starting point yeah okay. you just open it up and they say a little thing about maybe that uh person's history or something and then okay. they tell like the story hmm. so there's the bits of fact that they tell and then there's like it's dramatized oh okay to okay build up i get it so you don't really know what they were thinking and hmm. stuff but it's interesting and so i only 10 reviews on Goodreads. That makes it obscure. Hmm. Um, but I really like. it. I think we're doing different things. I think that's why you're always surprised by my picks. Yeah. Because I think you're doing things that are, like, obscure. Uh-huh. And I'm doing things more that, like, maybe are, were at one point popular oh. in their heyday. And right. now, like... Oh. Well, I know. said it. I said Everworld last time. Yeah. That was popular at that's one true. point. Well, I think either is fine. Okay. I think that's why you're surprised. Yeah. Me now? Uh... Yeah, I don't think I'm... Yeah. All right. Uh, Samurai Tales is about... No, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to rein myself in and not talk about my deep love for Jack Finney. Okay. It's going to be difficult, but uh, <clears throat> my next pick is a book by him called Good Neighbor Sam. I've never heard you talk about this. Good Neighbor Sam? Yeah. Really? And you talk about his stuff all the time. I know. I do. I've only ever heard you talk about Body Snatchers. Yeah. And Time and Time Again. Time and Again, yeah. Did I say time and time again? Did you? That's a new book that's come out. I think so. Yeah. Or something. Well, go on. <laughs> the, the thing with Jack Finney <laughs> is that he writes in so many different genres that right. it's kind of like Good Neighbor Sam is is not sci-fi in any way. It's it is a just a straight comedy. Well, to and, be fair, you said time and again isn't really like sci-fi though. No, no so. I mean it's this the, the method of time travel is not scientific. It's more. <laughs> I don't know. It's like if you feel you're in the past, then you will be in the past. That, that sort of thing. It's just the time the, that time travel method is just kind of the the way we get into the story. So okay. I wouldn't call it sci-fi, but the, when I did it for the book club, everyone was like, "What are you talking about? It's sci-fi. He travels through time." Okay. okay. But um, Good Neighbor <clears throat> Sam is one of the few books that I've read multiple times, and one of the few books that's made me like laugh out loud. And I came to it after I'd read Time and Again and its sequel from time to time. And so I just wasn't expecting this kind of book from Jack Finney at all. And so I was really shocked by it. Uh, it was made into a movie with 
uh, Jack Lemmon. The movie's okay. It's not particularly funny, and they kind of soften some of the things that make it good to begin with. But um, basically, Sam and his wife have just kind of a, a nice, normal, safe marriage. And he's got their next door neighbor is this like exciting, good looking woman. And, and Sam sort of has kind of a, not, not really a crush, but he's like, oh, what would it be like? You know, her mm-hmm. name's Janet. And she comes into, she inherits, but in order to inherit, she, her husband has to be there. And her husband is like long since ran away. So they stop, the, the attorney bringing the money stops over and sees Sam, who's just visiting. And so then they have to, they have to pretend that they're a couple. Sam has to stay and pretend to be Janet's long lost husband, Howie. Yeah. So then, of course, Howie really comes back, and then, but he can't go and be with Janet because, so he's got to stay with Sam's wife, and so it just becomes this whole thing that spirals out of control, and okay. it's hilarious. So it's just, it's just so funny, and it's not, it's not one that's well known. I mean, like I said, there there was a movie made of it, but most of Finney's early books were made into movies. Uh, the movie's not really. The only way you can get it on DVD is in like a Jack Lemmon set. It's not something that's become a classic, right. you know. So it's uh, it's it's not a well known one. But if you're looking for just a fun, funny book, uh, check out Good Neighbor Sam. All right, by Jack Finney. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Samurais and the Samurais who love them. Yeah, yeah, Samurai I Amurai, starring <laughs> Tracy Morgan. Please make that. <laughs> That's that's a Thirty Rock reference again. Oh, did that really happen on Thirty Rock? Yeah, he I said. I love those movie they, titles. Um, it was a bit where he had to do something special because of his fans in Japan. He's like, I love my time in the East. I learned a lot there while filming my movie Samurai I Amurai. That's hilarious. Also, Who Dat Ninja. Yeah, Who Dat Ninja. Which is really I know that one. one. Yeah. So yes. Now we do have Thirty Rock in the collection in the TV set. Yeah, series. sure. Yeah. 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 I love Thirty Rock. You can also find Thirty Rock on Hulu and Netflix. That's true. Choose your local library instead, right, because yeah. we're free. That's right. Um, all right, man. You got some library news? Oh, are you done? Well, we, we've got uh, we've only got like a couple minutes. Oh, okay. That segment that all segment right. always goes longer than it feels it like because okay. you just want to tell the world. That's true. All right. Well, I will remember my last pick. I'll save it for later. Okay. Uh, do I have library news? Well, I mean, what we're focusing on right now is getting the new book club started. Yeah, because you got new times and dates. different times and and uh, trying to do some different things. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, we're reading the Tiger's Wife now, and that's going to be January nineteenth uh, at noon. So, if okay. On your lunch break, pop over. We'll have drinks and snacks and talk about the Tiger's Wife. We're also gearing up for Prince of Beverly Hills by Stuart Woods which meets uh, the first Wednesday of February at 3 o'clock. Okay. So stop in and join us. Cool. Um, Wednesday, January 13th, we're doing more Perler Beads. Oh. It was a big hit last time, and it's been they requested. Turn out, I'm so, they turn out so well. Yeah. They're so cool. We've got one on my Christmas on tree Christmas right here. Tree, yeah. The character from Attack on Titan. Okay. Mikasa. Man, that's popular. Attack on Titan. Yeah. Those mangas are always out. Yeah. You would hate it. Probably. So. <laughs> but our patrons like it. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but we're doing Perler Beads again, so 3 to 5.30. Mm-hmm. So come in and we'll just put them in the little pegboards and we iron yeah. them. So it's fun yeah. because you get to melt plastic. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't think people know what Perler Beads are. but Really? Yeah. They're, I didn't until you started saying it. Well, I guess I didn't really until my... I mean, my sisters yeah. make them. They're like the little round beads. Yeah. You put them on You get a, a pegboard. You, yeah. yeah. You put them like grid. So they look like old, like... Nintendo pixel yeah, art. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, and then you melt them together so they stay solid. Yeah. So you can turn them into ornaments or magnets. Yeah, or I think I've seen whatever. them mostly as like magnets. Yeah. 
but they, so, they are neat. I mean, the patterns that you found, I think, yeah. are really cool. So. so I was impressed because I gave, I printed out a bunch of patterns for the kids to do and everything, mm-hmm. but then some just sat there and was like, I've made an octopus. They just made their own thing. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, also, January 15th, we're showing Minions oh, at wow. 3.30 in our... Nancy that was huge. Howe Auditorium. I gotta tell you, I don't get the appeal. I don't get the Minions either. Do you remember, there was, I remember when the Teletubbies came out. Uh-huh. I remember there being a lot of criticism, yeah. but the Teletubbies didn't speak. They don't talk. In no. normal English. They right. just were like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And people were like, oh, that's not going to help the kid learn. And right. then the Minions go and do yeah. the same stupid thing, yeah. but somehow it's hilarious. To be fair, that's like 20 years in between. But Yeah. So but yeah, no, I know what you mean. I mean, I didn't really. Did you like Despicable Me? I didn't like Despicable no, Me. I, I didn't think it was funny or endearing. I don't really get that series no. at all. So I don't like. Yeah, I don't like the series. I don't think the Minions. But are people that funny. do. I mean, it's yeah. like the number one when it came out. Yeah. It was like a huge. Yeah, people. I know we, we got a bunch of Minions books in the kids' room, the Easy Readers yeah. and stuff. So Minions yeah. fans, we got the movie, we got the books. Man. Stop in right now. Yeah, I'm physically stopping myself from going on a tangent about Minions and chat like giving our children intelligent entertainment i see i'm well, not gonna do it thank you for because i just it. talked about that clan war series i i hate the on facebook everybody posting the minions memes oh you see those gosh, it's like all yeah. the time yeah all the time yeah. i don't want to see minions memes yeah. oh funny he called no, the thanks. fire hydrant a banana yeah because is, they're different things you would call it a fire you're, hydrant. Only, you're only guessing that he called it a banana yeah because he was like yeah banana oh it sounds like banana freaking was it instant sandra bullock in that movie yeah that's crazy. She plays the supervillain they want to team up with. Cool. It's funny because at the begin during the trailer, they're like, they've always served the greatest tyrants that yeah. ruled the earth. But then I read in a review they had to skip the whole 19th century. Right. Because that would insinuate the minions were working for Hitler. Hitler. Yeah. All you fans of the minions. Right. That's the kind of people the minions were looking for. <laughs> Hitler. Stalin. Wow. wow. So, anyway. Uh, Sandra Bullock is going to call us. Yeah. Write us letters. Hey, I... Yeah. I, I would answer a phone call from Sandra yeah. Bullock, even if she was just going to yell at me. I, I need to make a proposal to you right now. Not like a marriage proposal. Just, <laughs> sure. Just a proposal yeah. that we never report a, a record a podcast in the evening on the floor of your house ever again. All right. So your place next <laughs> this time. This was cash. Yeah. Too cash. Um, January. I, so, I, I, sorry, I, folks. I also want to say January 29th, which is another Friday so at 3.30, yeah. we're showing Ant-Man Ooh. in the auditorium. Michael Douglas. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's his comeback vehicle. It's great. Kind of. Does he, he really he need never, to come back? No, I mean, he never really went away. But I guess it's the first. I I don't remember the last time he was in like a truly mainstream movie. He's played a lot of Ooh, smaller roles. Yeah. Even you know? like funny stuff. Like what? He did that one with his with Kirk Douglas and his son. Oh yeah, but that was like fifteen years ago. Oh my gosh, yeah. I've aged. That was a long time. Uh, ago. Hey, are you going to see The Revenant? No. Okay. Are you going to so read upsetting. the book it's based on? No. Did you know it was based on a book? No. Revenant by Revenant, a novel of revenge. It came out in 2002 by Michael Punky. Mm. Or Punk mm. with an E at the end. So yeah. it looks like Punky. And then if you put punky. Brewster, Michael Punky Brewster. <laughs> oh, Punky. Yeah. So, punky Brewster. You like Westerns. You're not good. It's funny. You like Westerns, but you don't want to see any of the Westerns that are out. You don't want to see The Revenant, and you don't want to see The Hateful Eight. They just they look so disturbing. But you want to do a Western spotlight. I do want to do a Western What's spotlight. What's the last good Western you saw? Movie-wise, yeah. Uh, and you don't want to see Django um, Unchained? No, I don't. 
I mean, I loved Appaloosa, obviously. That was a while ago. Yeah. I've liked a lot of TV westerns that I've seen. There's a. Did the, you? I think it's. I think they're on Hallmark, but the Good Night for Justice series. All right. Do I any like of these star lot, Dean Kane? Dean Kane is not in it. Okay. No. no. It's Luke Perry. Oh, oh darn it! <laughs> but I do really like those movies. Okay. There's three of them. Did you like um, the one with Jeff Bridges? True Grit. Yes. Yeah. Although I think I preferred the original. Okay. And what's the other one? The one I, I really like. 310 to Yuma. I actually haven't seen 310 to Yuma. The remake? Yeah. Or the original? I haven't seen either. Oh. The remake no. was really good. Christian Bale yeah. and Russell Crowe. And yeah, I just they were saw, both like good. I've seen a couple recently. I saw one with uh, Ernest Borgnine and Sammy Davis Jr. I can't remember what it's called now, but that was really good. Hmm. If you remember that title, folks, let me know. I got a lot of classics good. I need to watch before we do our watch spotlight. The Angel and the Bad Man. I still need to watch. Recently. Uh, that was good. John Wayne. I need to watch Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh, I love that movie. Well, That's one of my all-time favorite It's on movies. Netflix again, so I'm going to watch so it. It's so good. We should watch it together. All right. Cleanse our palate yeah. after that horrible I got to watch that in Tombstone. Thing. Oh, I haven't seen Tombstone. With Val Kilmer. Oh. Pre-Batman? Wow, Boy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Pre, Pre-Puffy Val Kilmer. Yeah. Um, man, I can't believe we still have like three months until the Batman Superman movie. Yeah. Because we, we're going to do that spotlight. But we we've got months so much time. until we can talk about... We'll have yeah. to do two weeks. Like though, our best though, Batman folks, comics and did, our best Superman comics. We, we have a, quite a collection of Batman comics. And Eric just recently... I think we talked about this a little bit. But this uh, we got a new batch of Superman comics yeah, that's coming true. in that are going through the system right now. So yeah. keep an eye out for that. Superman Unchained, mm-hmm. which we both kind of liked. Yeah. Just well, no. I think the thing is that it's good, but then they decided not to make it an ongoing yeah. series, so it's like wrap everything up in five yeah. seconds. And Jim it, Lee, right? I yeah, remember. Yeah. So that's always cool. Yeah, that's uh, Su- Superman for tomorrow, mm-hmm. which you don't like. Don't like. You hate. I kind of hate. Yeah. All right, and I kind of will. No, I, the art was fine. It was yeah. a bad book. And then well, uh, that's that's a good one to get though because that's the, you know, in, in Man of Steel, which I know you love. Yeah. But he goes and speaks to that priest. So that's the priest from Superman uh, for tomorrow. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, and we got uh, Superman Earth One Volume One. Oh, okay. You I liked like that volume? Maybe I did like. Vol- I don't think I liked. I think I've only volume read Volume one. one. Okay, I liked it. Straczynski. All right. Well, before we talk too much more about <laughs> Superman, <laughs> man, you're right. Well said. Ten o'clock p.m. <laughs> Saturday night. So how old are we? What? I'm fine. After you go, I'm gonna watch a movie. Yeah, that's not true. I am going to watch a movie what or read gonna, a book. What are you going to watch? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. It's something on Netflix well, or Hulu. I'm going to go promptly to bed. Uh, maybe something over there on my anyway. show. Well, folks, I, I hope you enjoyed this failed experiment of Eric and I casually recording a podcast on his living room yeah. floor. Maybe we would have to be the unofficial podcast of yeah, the library true. to really do All the, the After Dark after thing. Dark, yeah. We'd have to swear a little bit more. That would only be our, our yeah. very, very loyal fans yeah. following us. I, I guess maybe the, all the donkey diarrhea jokes really did kind of mess with my head Ridiculous from things. that stupid oh movie. I just don't. Yeah. I don't understand why. Yeah. I don't understand why you make a movie yeah. like that. Alright. Yeah. Thanks for listening, now everybody. Is gonna be like, uh, because you watched The Ridiculous Six. Uh, Watch The Cobbler. Mm-hmm. You saw that. I did see it. And? Not good. Oh, man. No. This is coming from the guy who saw Jack and Jill in theaters. I did see it. Yeah, my friend Dan and I went to see it. Would you see it again? No. Jack and Jill? No. Wow. I All thought right, you we got, it. We got to right, stop. Get out of here. We'll Everybody, see you in episode 22, folks. Bye-bye. Yeah, it will be better.